I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah, as uh, as always, we like to start the show by saying, hey, please reach out to us. Continue that conversation. We always want to get like some movie quotes, dad jokes, or tell us we suck. We're awesome. We don't really care, but just reach out to us. You can get all three of us at ITY at directionsandmusic.org. Yeah, or individually, you can get Gemini. G-E-M-I-N-I at directionsandmusic.org. <laughs> You're me, Philly D, P-H-I-L-L-Y at directionsandmusic.org. Yeah, for, uh, for first-time listeners, this is a 30-year uh, friendship of us making people feel human, right? Because if you want to feel human, come see us. That's our new tagline. Well, you took that and ran with it. But yeah, you, you said, and I brought you it up, but you know, now we got, yeah, it's our, uh, it's our oh, new. You. Yeah, hey, and you and me, and you're, you're good. good. You. <laughs> you're good. But yeah, no, this is uh, it's an hour of this. Us just uh, dad jokes, movie quotes, uh, talking about anything and everything, as well as sometimes we get special guests on, which tonight we got us a guy. Want to go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend? Yeah. Hi, my name is Dave Shecker. That is S-H-E-C-T-E-R. Dude, I love that. That's awesome. Nice. Dude, you got to, you know, especially nowadays, because I mean, that's the thing is like, all right, so when you become a, an actor, air quotes, actor, there's only one name allowed per person to be, you know, recognized. So, I mean, you know, you can have somebody that's close, but it, there's got to be a modification, you know, like if it's Dave, there's also David, or if it's Richard, there's also a Rich. And, you know, so it's not just like first name, but last name. And it's like, so only one person gets it. You know, that's, that's true. Because when I look up, when I look up, my legal name is David, but I look up David Schechter. You know, Schechter is not a common name. And it's spelled the same way as mine. I looked it up on IMDb. And there's one there. The guy's uh, been on that show, Two Broke Girls, I think it was called, uh, Behind the Scenes. And I, 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 yeah, when I looked it up, I'm like, I've never been on that show. It just blew me away that somebody out there has the same spelling as mine. But, it's weird. Usually, you know, usually people, uh, when they try to spell my name, it's S-C-A. I don't know why. They throw a C in there. Everybody does it. Nah, it's S-H-E-E. Yeah, no, so, I mean, agreed. Anyway, yeah. There is another actor with the S-C-H. The C-H? Hey, you're, 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 your audio is really good now. Yeah, we could, we don't care about that person. What we want is Dave Schechter, S H E C T E R. Dot com. Yeah. The guy who's That's in that right. house right here com. right now. Yeah. This is who we care about. Yeah. I don't know who that other yeah. person is. You know, we're, what not, I mean? we're not worried. Just forget about it. Yeah, that. we don't care about him. Yeah, let's yeah. about it. I mean, not to uh-huh. say we don't care at all, but like right now, what it is is I'm just saying, like respect to we're right. you know, yeah. So this is Dave Schechter right here. Actor from higher. <laughs> yeah do i so oh do you do you have anything, do you have anything that's coming up this year that you're like really looking forward to like anything yeah. you've been doing or some projects that are like you've been getting into or i mean stuff that you can tell us i mean i don't you know i don't need spoiler alerts i don't want to mm. like, oh well i mean if you put it that way well i posted a a little something on facebook the other day i think it was yesterday that i am in four feature films this year which is really cool and um let's see i'll be going down to la in two weeks for one of those i got a scene to do with uh it's with uh i always forget his name uh have you guys heard of the mahal brothers 
Michael Mall. I don't. Out of um, uh, not ringing a bell. Like, not by name. I don't know. I do better with no. faces or like productions. Or like, hey, do you remember it's, that it's, thing? Be like, oh, it's oh yeah, those guys. It's the Mall Empire. They're um, uh, real big time uh, indie filmmakers uh, out of Vegas, but they do a lot in LA too. Anyway, I've been in like um, seven or eight of their future films. Dude, that's what's um. Okay, there you go. okay, okay. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's the man. Yeah, I feel like I, yeah, I think I feel like I've seen that uh, individual before. That's uh. Yeah, he he raises millions and and uh, Indiegogo for for these films. Anyway, um, I'll be down there in two weeks. Independent productions like this is like yeah okay. Well, he, he, yeah, he, it's his company, Mahal Productions. Uh, and he gets distribution through the through Gravitas, I believe. And I think there's a few through landscape. There you go. Let's see how many. Oh, yeah, it looks like most. Yeah, yeah, one, two, like horror three. films kind of stuff. Well, I've been in five of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Night of the Tommy Knockers. Yeah, that was. That was yeah. That was a. Did you guys see that one? That's a good one. I uh, I started to this is where you know so I was checking out on like I started getting a lot more of the uh, the shorts and stuff were uh, were a little bit more readily available to to see what your work was but yeah the Bermuda yeah Island, that was, that was um, interesting we could watch that I mean I was a bartender in that the Western fun movie man bro worked with, worked with Tom Sizemore that was a lot of fun dude dude. I'll, yeah, yeah, I like he's good, some he's a good actor, yeah. man. He, dude, he is. Uh, he's been in some really good stuff. Yeah, I loved him. I loved him in uh, the True Romance. He was um, Dude, True Romance. That's a really good movie. Stephen Private Ryan. Yeah, he did an awesome job. And anyway, I'll be in Vegas or I'm sorry, Los Angeles in two weeks to do Alien Storm, another Mahal production. And I'm actually in a scene with Kevin Sorbo. Get oh, out! Nice. There you uh, go. I'm pretty excited about it. You're right, dude. You're getting there, bro. Yeah. You I have a list, part. man. There you go, homie. Yeah, and then uh, and I actually got to go back in February for um. Oh, it's a film called "Give Me." Oh, bring me a skin for dancing in. The horror out of Chris Sanders, who's uh, directing it. He's out of um, uh, London, and he's doing some of his scenes over here in LA. And uh, I'll be down there for the weekend to shoot that. And then I have a film in Florida doing going on in April, which is I'm hearing a big production. Uh, what else? What is the fourth one? Oh, my own film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about that. Say the best. Yeah. You're right. Uh, me and my buddy here, we started um, A-Night Pictures. We just started it. Not this, like, early last year. And we, we've shot two short films that are doing the festival circuit right now. Nice. And we just finished 
script somewhere around here for a feature film our first feature we're going to shoot that in march that's awesome nice and so now when you say your own film you're talking about you're a part of like the writing production i mean or at least you know multiple components of it where it's like it's your idea with your partner and it's like you all are doing the whole yes the whole thing i brought i brought this idea to my friend earl earl sounds weird earl gray not related to the tea guy yeah I brought this idea to him, and he loved it. He wrote it up, and it's it's going to be real, really good. You know the movie Six Sense, right? That's kind of what he's uh, comparing it to. He absolutely loves that film. Okay, yeah. he likes the ones that likes the ones that that. Yeah, in the end, you go, oh shit! I had no idea. There you go. And that's kind of what this is going to be, but and that's what we were talking yeah. about in the green room before, where it's like it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it could be all sorts of different styles. If it's not unique, if it's not something that actually gets me to be entertained because it's different or special or a new take, or you're not going to grab my attention, you know. So it's got to be yeah. something like that nowadays. That's awesome. Yeah, man. that's what we're going to try and do. A lot of different stuff. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I have a question. Mm. Okay. <laughs> what was it that made you want to be an actor? Because you said you have your normal little, like nine to five job and then you act as well. So was it like something that you saw or participated in that made you just get that urge to be like, this is what I want to do? Um, hmm. Yeah, like more than well, like more than you doing the I, Olympians or whatever. You're like, hey, this is pretty dope. I kind of like this. Like, what, I didn't what really know, pushed you? Yeah, I didn't know I was gonna how much I would like it until I started doing it. I just and I don't consider myself to be the world's greatest actor, but I think I'm okay. It's pretty good at what I what I'm doing, and I'm continuously improving on that. So I just, yeah, I really enjoy it. And what made me become an actor or want to become an actor is I don't. I, I just. I just think I got caught up in the, all the, the really, any of the cool movies I would see, like uh, Reservoir Dog. I know it's fairly, I was what, 92 or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Reservoir Dog's 92, yeah. something like that. Uh, that's one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah, dude, I love man, it. No, dude, dude man. Those, yeah, these are great, man. All those kind of movies. I, you know, I love to be a part of these action movies. I like role playing. I just love it. Yeah, right. But it sounds like you also want to be a part of something that has some complexity to it. You know, not so much to the point that it's like hard to follow, but just like it gets you to a place where it's like you're really just drawn into it as well as, you know, like you were saying with your movie where you like finish it and you're like, holy crap, wait, what? 
you know, the ultimate like plot twist at the very end where you're just like, you know, like usual suspects or whatever when freaking uh, was it Kevin Spacey all of a sudden is like walking like he's, you know, gimpy and then all of a sudden he stands upright and just keeps on strutting. You're just like, wait, what the hell? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, son of a bitch, he played what? us all. Oh, damn you know, it. I just love that type of, those type of films. They grab you like that. Like, like whoa, shock you. So, once I started doing it, I was like, I want, I want to do this more and more, you know? And, and I, I meet a lot of great people. And, yeah, and then you got your own dressing room, so it's like... I you, had my own dressing room. Right? I'm telling you, man. Yeah, you're, you're well on your way. It's awesome. I mean, I like well, the idea that you're doing your own full production. Like you and just, I mean, it's you and your buddy and you, you guys are like legit from start to finish putting it on. Like, that's awesome. There's very few people that do that. And, you know, so just to even attempt it, man, kudos, bro. Yeah. We're, we're uh, building our crew too. It's hard. It's hard to find um, committed people that, that they're going to stick with because, you know, they're either, very little or no bigger at this stage. So it's a, it's, it's tough to find because people, when you get to be our age and, and you try doing these types of things, it's hard because we all have jobs. We all got a, we all have families and things like that. So it, it takes uh, a little bit more to, to commit, you know, but we're getting there. we got a few people on board. Dude, that's awesome. So, yeah, I remember there was I uh, I saw this documentary one time where there was uh, I think it was like three friends redid uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and they they did it where they reshot like scene for scene over like eight years or something ridiculous before they actually really? finished the movie and put it together. Yeah, so the documentary was about them running the entire set and like everything. I mean, it legit took them like it was like eight, twelve. It was something insane, like just years and years. Oh my God. It started when they were yeah. kids. Hopefully it doesn't take that long. <laughs> well, no, but it just the, yeah, the amount of the amount of heart that goes into something like that, where it's like, dude, even if it takes us eight years to shoot it, like holy crap! Like if you have that kind of staying power, if like this is how much love you have for, it, like we were talking about earlier, bro. That I mean, that's that's if you can do that for anything, it doesn't mean if you're like movies, music. If if you could legit say, hey, I'm willing to put that kind of time in, like that's that's dope effort, and I want to see that production. You know what I mean? I do it for the love. Right. Yeah, but that's but that's what exactly what yeah. I'm saying. Like, it's got to be for the love because otherwise, like, what's the point? You know, I mean, dude, I always say, was it go big or, like, or go home? Like, if you're not going to do it, then don't do it. I mean, some of the best breakout roles, all of the best breakout roles, were like the, the, those guys were hungry. Right. You know what I mean? Like they had to live, yeah. eat, breathe the, the character that they were playing. You know, I mean, taxi right. driver. That's right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh yeah, that launched a career, you know. Yeah, man. But that was dedication. That was hunger. That was, you know what I mean. It's some kind of driving yeah, force. You, you gotta have that, right? That driving force. Something gotta push you to want to live that role. And you know, and I would do it. Get the right role, and I'm, I'm, in, I'm there. Dude, you know what we had? Uh, we had Larry Hankin on not that long ago, and uh, he was talking about how he got to work with uh, Bill Hader, 
and he was at a place where he's just kind of like, yeah, I was kind of done with acting. You know, he was getting into playing guitar and like painting and like making his own art and stuff. And he's just like, I don't want to act anymore. And somehow or another, yeah. people got a hold, and they're just like, "Yeah, Bill Hader wants you to." Like, they didn't even interview him. They're just like, "Bill Hader and his his partner want you," and he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And I mean, as he's talking about, it, he's like, "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to act anymore," but he's like, "It's fucking Bill Hader." It's like to to actually just have that opportunity. So I mean, that's the thing is like, dude, when you get that once in a lifetime opportunity, you're like, "Yo, I just want to do at least like this." I mean, dude, to to be yeah. able to say it, but then also like go for it and live it, man. I mean. You're going for it, bro. Like, this is what's up, homie. That's hot shit. Like, how many yeah. people can say that stuff, you know? Like, for real. And, and, you know, if it doesn't work, I'm happy with what I'm doing. You, know, so you got a side job, so, you know, you're good. Yeah, you got to have this. Like, you know, I, I, I mean, people that that um, do this full time on, on kind of like my level, you know, or nobody's yet, but, but are doing this uh, full time. And I'm like, how do you support yourself, man? I, I never ask anybody. I just wonder. You're right. Well, I mean, you don't want to be nosy, but. Right. And I was like, God, if I could do this, if I, I'm there. And, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, anything like that. It, it happens great, but I'm not striving for that. That's not what I want to. That's not what it's all about. You know, there's a, there's a, the more you do these independent films and, and, you, and you go around to different states and cities and you meet kind of the same people doing these, in these films, they always try, tend to hire these actors that, that are, um, you are, that are names like Michael Pare, Eric Roberts and, and Robert Lozardo, all these guys. And these guys, that, that's where I want to be. Because these guys are working constantly. Yeah. They yeah. Have the look, look at their IMDb pages. They've got like, you know, hundreds of, of films in work, in work, in work, acting, acting, you know, and it's like, that's what they do. And they're all happy. Hey, hot I hot get hot. to that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy, man. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't have to punch a time clock. I don't have to answer to the man. Yeah. <laughs> No, no chance to get typecast. Yeah, I, I do get. I do get. Uh, I'm always a cop. Always a cop. And I, and I know why. Because I bought a cop car for a film. <laughs> it's true. I saw. I saw. There was proof. I it? verified it. Yeah, you because and you. Yeah, you used it for the the one clip and the way you were cutting. I like. I mean. That's the one thing I would say is I've definitely enjoyed about the work I've seen from you is not just like you doing your, you know, the different characters, but I mean, a lot of them have just been cut really well. Like that in and of itself is impressive, you know, because I mean, you can take yeah. like the, the crappiest, you know, video, but if you cut it right, it looks dope as shit. Because that's the thing is there's been lots of times when I've seen like a really amazing trailer. I'm like, holy crap, I want to watch this movie. And then I watch the movie. I'm like, this is a oh, horrible yeah. piece of shit. What they, they bamboozled me. Yeah, that happens a lot. Right? A lot. A lot. And that's, that's kind of what me and my buddy and Benjamin are going to steer away from. Nice. We're going to make quality films. I know, I don't understand. I watch films, some of these independent films, and, I, and I'm looking at the actors and all, and I'm like, this. I don't mean to talk bad about people, but some people can't act, right? <laughs> not gonna disagree with you 
And I just think that when you're watching this as a director, or you would think, oh, this isn't going to go over too well. But somehow I get through, you know, and they let it go. But we want to produce, we want to make films that are top notch and, 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 and people are going to want to watch over and over. Because, you know, we don't have anything here up in the Seattle area. There's, there's, we, we've kind of got skipped over in the film industry. You know, they either do it in Portland or they go up to Vancouver and, and, and film. You know, and we, so to, to be something Seattle, I think, would be awesome. I think if we could create something, which is what we want to do, where people would come to and, and, and want to get films made, you know, a name for the Northwest. That's what we're shooting for. So. Dude, that's awesome. Hey, hi, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's, and that's kind that's of fast, like, but. well, I mean, but that's, that's very similar in the idea of like what we do. It's like, do we want to be, and it's not like we're sitting here saying, oh, this has to be the standard. It's just, this is what we see as our standard. And we're just going to live by that example. You know, because we, we we know that there is a quality of anything out there where it's like we just want it to be as raw, honest, you know, respectful. Just if you're going to do it, do it right. You know, I, I always say, you know, go big or go home. Like if you're not going to do it right, then don't do it at all. Yes, I agree with that. Right. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Man. And you're doing it. So can you give us any yeah. spoilers? Like what's the movie about? Like, is there any kind of like... Ah, ah, you see, there, there you go. <laughs> uh, sure, I can tell you a little bit about it. Uh, I played the lead role. Nice. Uh, I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sort of a mystery type thriller slash. Um, there's a, I'm investigating serial killings that are going on around my town. And, um, uh, my wife becomes a victim. Uh, one of my neighbors, some other folks become victims of the serial killer. And, um, hmm. Dude, I mean, you're setting yourself up for some, like some serious personal. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about messing with the wifey. It's like, ah, dude, you're 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 building yeah. uh, for the uh, eventual of like revenge, but you're also getting the uh, the audience to be on the side of you because it's like this poor guy. He's just trying to do good, and dude, that's it. That's it's a pretty good character. Yeah. I'm liking this. Yeah, but I don't want to. You don't want to get too much, yeah, absolutely. No, no. So I was like, if you can, you know, hey, I I would, I would tell you, which you'd go, oh man, that's cool. But I mean, that's half the fun is like going to see something like that and actually be surprised for once. You know, I mean, me, I've been watching movies for so long. Usually, I go to watch a new movie, and usually, like two to five minutes in, I'm just like, well, that's the bad guy. Yeah, that one. Oh yeah, they're going to die in ten minutes. And it's just, it's so cookie cutter. So when you can actually watch something, you're like, this is what's going to happen. And then like an hour and a half later, you're like, oh, son of a bitch. You know, if you can bamboozle me, do I want to watch that movie? Yeah. And he's going to, 
Um, Earl, who wrote the film, is going to have these little, what do you want to call them? Um, Vignettes or? My Alzheimer's kicking in. Uh, there's going to be little clues in different scenes that you won't notice right away until the end or if you go back and watch it again. Easter eggs. eggs. Yeah, the Easter eggs. Thank you. Thank you. That was, that's what I was looking for. There are going to be Easter eggs in the film as you're watching it. Well, that was... Uh, probably not going to notice them. At the Sixth Sense. Well, you put a lot of movies have done that. Well, I mean, the Matrix oh, a lot, did it. Yeah. It would give you the, the coloring or the hue of the scene, told you whether it was like in a specific world or not. It was like there was always like a little bit of just slight there modification. Was, where, there was a lot more than that, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like hidden stuff. But that's what I'm saying. Like, And that's, again, when you're doing an appropriate production, you're thinking about all those little things. Where it's like, you know what? If we just slip this in there, it's like, dude, you guys wouldn't know it, but... Yeah. You know, and it's that that little extra bit of love. I mean, that makes a huge difference. I think on anything, though. But you know, yeah, it's true. I don't know. Just... <laughs> it makes it worth watching more than one. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, so and attention to details. Do absolutely because there's very few directors anymore that are you know that precise where it's like no it it has to be this way like I mean they see the production so finished in their head that it's like no you you're supposed to come from the left side no this is like they've already seen the scene in their head it's already been but what were we already saying though? Like, like some of the some of the best scenes, especially dialogue scenes that have come like throughout well, history, right, 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 have been completely ad libbed and weren't even originally part of the plan. But it's just like, no, no, this is good. Keep rolling. Well, because I, I think a, a, a solid director typically knows that they're just giving direction. It's like they know what they're looking for. And if it's like, hey, we've, we've casted correctly, we have the right script. If all the things are in place, he's, I just got to sit back and just tell him the role, you know, film. Like, that's it. It should, it should just shoot itself almost in a sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. that's right. should. Well, but then that's the thing. So again, when you pick the appropriate, you know, uh, actors or whatever to play those roles, when you say, "Hey, give me one how it's written, but give me whatever you got, and just you know, see what happens," you, you right. typically have chosen the right individuals where they're going to be those characters, and they're just they're gonna get out of their ways, and just you you can't write that stuff, you know, like it's got to be that raw and honest, but you got to be out of your own way, kind of shit. Like you just gotta. It would do like that. Whose line is it anyway? Type basically like, right off the cuff. Yeah, but like you're. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did a, a few uh, commercials up here where the director has reviewed the script. I mean, the scripted lines, like a car commercial, and and then he'll give you a chance to do your own thing. It's kind of cool if you're good at ad living and thinking quick, which I'm not, but it's fun to try. <laughs> I think a lot of most directors will give you give you that opportunity to here's the script, here's the scene, let's do it, and then give me what you got, or what, whatever you think. You know, what's your takeaway from this character? Yeah, what's your what's your take on this character? Well, yeah, but I mean, because I mean, 
the the better actors you know like we say you know you get out of your own way but i think the better actors do more than just get out of their own way they just they realize hey this is what the character is and they just they remove themselves you know it's like they just they're just like no this is who i gotta be you know and i mean it doesn't matter if you're yeah if you're if you're what if you're a white guy playing a a black guy play you know robert Downey. yeah he's not gonna say it this way yeah but i mean and that's but you 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 get plenty of directors where uh because i mean yeah go back uh larry hankin when he did his thing with bill Hader, he came in with his character being this way and bill Hader literally do a russian accent yeah of course right well so no he so he's on he's on scene they're filming all day and he's like you know i did this that and the other and he's like and bill Hader never talked to me like never gave me direction like he's like once he's like all right larry you're in go do your thing he's like he never talked to me for the entire morning and cuts the whole scene throws it in the can and it's like on to the next shit and you know here he, he's just saying he's like why he didn't he didn't say anything like what the hell what's what is going on i don't understand so he goes back to him and he's just like hey bro blah 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 he's like well you you, you didn't do the character the way the way we wrote them but you know we, we thought what you did was great and we you know i love it so we're just we're gonna oh, yeah. it's just like oh well, crap so we just didn't know how to direct you so we didn't do, do anything we just but kept and, that's, rolling, and i think know? that's the thing is a, a good director is gonna see that it's just like hey you know yeah. this, this isn't exactly what i was asking for but this shit works i like, I like it better. Yeah. yeah and so giving giving the actor that freedom or understanding that it's like there has to be that interpretation i mean i think i think that's what makes some of the better directors what you, you know, say just, he said he never did a backstory on a character before. And he, that was hilarious because he's like, I've never ever done a backstory. It's, it's on a fucking character. Bill Hader. I got to. I just go in, I do my bit, and then I'm gone. Like it's just, it's it's a job. Yeah, you know? like kind of like how you're saying, like you're enjoying it and it's fun and everything, but it's just like, yeah, no, I'm just I'm here to do my work. I mean, you know, it's like a plumber. It's like, yeah, you got a leak. I'm gonna fix it. All right, cool. Here's your bill. I'm out of here. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, you know, but for like Bill Hader, he's like, it's Bill Hader. Like he was, it, he fanboyed the shit out of it. So he did everything right except he didn't actually have a Russian accent. Yeah, the so one thing the that they asked thing. him, can you do this for us? And he's like, oh yeah, I got that. He did not have that. It was it was horrible, horrible accent. But at the same time. To him, you know, no, but, the, but the role itself i mean like I watched, led, that, yeah. I watched that scene later i was like that's actually pretty nice yeah it lended his hand to it but that's the thing it's like so when you get those kind of professionals they're just they're like yeah no that's not what i was asking for but fuck yeah let's go with it this is great shit yeah exactly you know but yeah, I, actions are hard to do do I again? I mean, so some of my better directors, I mean, as far as like what I consider like solid directors is like John Hughes, uh, Tarantino, oh, yeah. Guy Ritchie. But I mean, th- these are individuals where they're paying close attention. I mean, it's that finite detail. It's those little Easter eggs. I mean, it's just, it's all of it. It's clever. It's the, you know, the Every, everything angle. in the scene has been crafted. Yeah. Like, I mean, nothing for, out of place. I mean, the lines are right. The attitude's right. The actors, I mean, there's just such a finite amount of detail. You're just, you get sucked into whatever it is that it is like i just whatever it is that it is dude i do i out of all of those directors anything and everything they ever produced i'm pretty much just like dude this is a dope production like i just absolutely enjoy it i mean same with the broken lizard man broken lizard is dope as shit Dude, Super Troopers one and two are you shitting me club dread (laughs) i'm just thinking your favorite hey where'd that come from yeah uh, guy ritchie's um um 
Oh, yeah, they, why can't I think of his name? Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Guy Ritchie's first Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. The the opening, the, the one scene where he's in the uh, bare, knock, bare knuckles boxing and he whoops the big dude's ass and the whole entire room just goes dead silent. Off screen, you hear this other dude just like all the way in the back. He's like, oi! Where did that come from? And it's just, and it just breaks the entire silence because it's like what everybody in the audience is thinking. It was just like, what the hell just happened? It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It just, but it was all of those little pieces. I have to see that film. I haven't seen that one. With the, the Sherlock Holmes with uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Oh, that, yeah. that's the one yeah. where he's, uh, the, what, he's going through a visual, like telegraphing all of his moves that he's going to go through, and then he does them in succession yes yeah, so there's uh, basically uh, got richie paints it where yeah sherlock holmes is so thought you know forward that in his brain he's envisioning everything that's about to transpire over the next few seconds and he's doing this you know what seems like for a minute but it's probably like you know milliseconds and it's showing like to the level of you know knowledge depth and ability that sherlock can, like, block is already he can just he can think yeah. for a half second about what he's going to do for the next five seconds like that's how smart he is and the way he frames the scenes to show you that it, it gives you this long drawn out sequence and then all of a sudden it's just bing bang bang boom and it just it's it happens so quick that you're just like what the hell it just it throws you back like it's just it's well cut scenes like it's just production wise i mean yeah dude guy richie's super dope but i, mean, I like british humor and shit too you know like brick top and stuff and i don't know you do. You do love I, do, I love me a good Bricktop, man. He's dope. Yeah. You know what Nemesis is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to do it? I mean, no, I'm not going to do it right now. But yeah, so, like, so let me ask you this. What are some of, uh, like, your influences then as far as, like, because you're, you're doing your own production this year. So, like, you, 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 know, you said your guy was talking about, uh, you know, M. Night Shyamalan's Sixth Sense. So, like, what you personally yeah. would be some of your influences, you know, that it's like, hey, I want to make these kind of quality productions that it's, like, pushing you to, to do that. Like, I like, like you said, I like Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, John Hughes was good. Any one of those in particular, like your favorites, your go-to that you always want to watch? Um, Tarantino, I, I watched. Uh, I watched uh, Jing, was Django a few times. Yeah, Django Unchained. Yeah, yeah. Jamie. Django, yeah, I thought that was good. That was a good one. Um, of course, Reservoir Dogs. Is always going to be in my top three. Um, wasn't it Ridley Scott that did the romance? Tony Scott. No, I, um, one of those, one of those did the yeah, romance. Yeah, true. Oh, God. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, because I actually I asked think it this was, as a trivia question. Yeah, I think it is Ridley Scott. I think it was Tony. Uh, fact checker. <laughs> yeah, Miss Miss JD, are you uh are you looking this up for us? I think you are, but that I know yeah, who yeah uh, True Romance who uh who did True Romance? It's Tony Scott. Tony Scott, yeah, there you go. You yeah, yeah, not really Scott. Tony Scott. We had a Scott. We knew it was Scott. It was a different Scott. Scotty doesn't I know. I think they're related, aren't they? Oh, uh, that I don't know. That's a fact checker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tony Scott, Ridley Scott, yeah, the, like brothers or cousins uh, or what's the other name? Ridley Scott. Yeah, which yeah, the Ridley Scott—that's the one that does uh, the Transformers and stuff, right? 
Did Isn't he? It? I think so. I think, yeah. Did he? I feel like it was like one or two of them. Scott's the younger brother. Okay. Of Sir Ridley Scott. So, wow. He was knighted? Mm. He was knighted. Sir Ridley. <laughs> Those type of movies, man, are awesome. Um, that they're, that's, that's my style, I guess. Of what I would like to mirror. I always liked the original Point Break. Oh, you do, yeah. OG Point Break. All right, so John C. McGinley is like one of my all time favorite actors where he just like goes off and he's the douchebag FBI agent. Hey, Jack, you know, get your surfboard out of this. This This is an office, not the Point Break. And he's just running his mouth. Like, dude, that's a great scene. Like, yeah, like, yells at what's his happen? Yeah, Pappas. He yells at Pappas and goes, yeah. Go ahead, Fabi. I forgot what he said to him. Just a little more older, a little more pathetic, or something. It was a great scene when, it, when he was when he was going off on them. I love that movie. Yeah, where he's talking about what, what a great, he does. What a great part Yeah, because he's basically. Oh yeah, right, dude. Coming off like yeah. going through the uh, the gas station and stuff. Going through the houses. Hell yeah! Yeah. Plus, you also had uh, Anthony Michael or Anthony Kiedis was in that. Yeah, he was one of the uh, yeah one of the surfers that was like they were all, yeah they were doing like the crank or whatever the hell else the pony boys or whatever it was or was it I think it was pony boy or something wasn't his name or wild child um, or something or wild child yeah or um, bunker who was yeah Vincent was a war, war child. child that's what it was war child. yeah oh Gary you know who you see <laughs> you know who was Looking good in that film was Lori Petty. Yeah, she was uh, Keanu's uh, girlfriend in that. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, that's a uh, Tank Girl. Um, Tank Girl, yeah, yeah. She was also Jinji uh, uh, Cohen's uh, Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah she. I think she's a dope. Like I enjoy her. I love Tank yeah, Girl. Tank I do. I don't awesome. know what happened to her, but. I think I think after Orange is the New Black, she was just like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, she'd already done enough stuff, so I don't think she was really doing anything else from that. But, yeah. Oh, it's right. A League of Their Own. Oh, I forgot about that. We really. Yeah, she's done a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's just, she's super dope. But, yeah, I mean, dude, that's, that's so, uh, talking about good uh, directors, dude, Jenji Cohen. I love her. She oh, is, the Cohen, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, she did Weeds and got, you know, shafted, and they had to cut season eight and nine into, like, the final season. But when she got to do Orange is the New Black, she actually got to run the full production. And I, I thought it played out really well, you know, like. And that was a big hit. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing is so few things actually get, you know, completely lit where it's just like boom start to finish we're, we don't care five seasons done you got it you know i think breaking back yeah was right those where it's like hey it's five seasons and i'm done yeah, i had a start and a finish it had a definite yeah. uh, end point before the not like uh walking dead huh? yeah i think that was like something that was like yeah we can get two or three seasons they're like hey, keep it going. yeah i agree I, I fell off of it i was just like it, it got to be too much after well, a while. dude when it hit third season and it was like all backstory i'm like get, can we can we get back to killing the zombies isn't that isn't that what we're watching for this for i thought that's what it's, it's not like, no I, I made it i made it through 10 seasons i think but my kid it's watched like, it all. I couldn't do it. Post-apocalyptic time drama, basically, in both zombies. I, yeah, I don't know what happened to it now. I didn't. I had a lot of interest. 
Yeah. As the zombie turns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could have they could have ended that one a while back. Well, yeah, they could have, but it didn't, you know, it didn't help profits to, to do that. Well, yeah. They kept milking that cash cow. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, yeah, they had, they had uh, t- the Talking Dead. Yeah, the, like the follow-up show, and it's just like the... People were watching know. it. The, again, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. You was, yeah, it was the, the Talking Dead with... Uh, oh, God, what the... I can see his face, but I don't know the, the host of that. I can see his freaking face, but he... Dude, I don't even yeah, he was like a game show hosty dude, I think. Yeah, I never really got plenty of hosting stuff, but I fell off the show. I wasn't about to start watching that. I was dude, like, yeah, neither did I. I'm just like, wait, dude. So you're gonna watch the show and then you're gonna sit there and listen to people talk about watch the show. show that you just watched. Wait, you're gonna watch a show about a show, right? <laughs> I just, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, plus at that point, I just, I, had, I, yeah, I'd lost interest. It was just, it was yeah, out yeah. of my mind. Once the main guy left. What's his name? Uh, I forgot his name. No. Rick? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the actor's Rick, name. That was it. Yeah, Rick. I don't know if like left. Anyway. Rick was the one that started like, the whole thing. He had a good thing going. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is, but yeah, that's the host. No, not him. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite was always uh, Daryl. Dude, I mean, but, yeah. but that was yeah. the there was plenty of great <laughs> characters in the production. I mean, the first couple of seasons were done really well. Like it was, I mean, dude, zombies have been done. Oh, Chris Hardwick, yeah, yeah, that's who he is. Oh, yeah. But, but I mean, dude, zombies have been done since the '60s, right? Like, dude, it's fucking zombies is zombies at this point. So I mean, you know, it it the fact that you had more of a be almost like a visceral response because it was it was very in the moment it was almost like uh you know mtv's real world but with zombies it was just like look at these people run from the zombies the the walking dead did have something different in my mind when i watched it though because it wasn't it became very clear really early on that it wasn't the zombies that you really need to look out for. These are not the zombies you're looking for. Yeah, no, I, I agree which with is, that. Which totally flips on like 28 days and 28 days later, that was totally different. Those zombies were fucking scary. Because the well, minute they saw you, they could yeah, yeah. run. Once like they didn't like, just, uh, The like, Walking Dead like was mummies. more psychological. It was very much more about painting the picture of the people and giving you the interactions of what's like, this is, you know, it's like the real world. Yeah, like with when all zombies. your chips are down and like you don't know who to trust. Yeah, nobody. Like, this is what happens when the world falls apart. Yeah, right. The chick with the swords, she's awesome. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, what was her name? Well, um, Michelle or uh, yeah, Michonne. 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 Yeah, Michonne. That's what I'm Michonne. Michonne. Yeah, yeah. I want to. If they make one of those like eight inch tall figurines of her with the with the two zombies behind her, I should get that. I, oh, yeah, I were those totally like her that. sons or something? Or when you found out at the end, like it was like her cousin or oh, but yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Two of, I remember yeah, the two scene, of them like, were, yeah, well, not the ones, we, but like, yeah, they showed you scenes of her. She, she was, trapped them or something and then yeah, cut, them, cut, yeah. cut their lower jaw off so that they couldn't bite her. Yeah. And put a chain on. <laughs> but it also seemed to tame them, she said. Like taking the jawbone off, it was like one. It just kind of like completely dismantled them because yeah, they, they, they can't bite me. But it also like made them docile. Yeah, because they can't eat anymore either. And they're just like, oh. Did you guys ever watch uh, Z Nation? 
Hell, dude, you know what? <laughs> like, all right, so go, zombies have been done before. Oh, my God. And, you know, sci-fi usually has, like, so-so production. Dude, Z Nation was dope. <laughs> that was a Yeah, show. I was in a couple of those episodes. Dude, you know, oh, <laughs> no, as soon as he said that, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, because my brain very, no. like has its own movie screen in it, so it like paints pictures for me. I was just a zombie, though. Oh, okay, see, it was because you know, you go insane to talking about being a cop and all that stuff. I was like, I feel like, weren't you, weren't you one of the uh, army dudes? Then you play an army? No, I wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just got something before. I was in, uh, they did that in Spokane over here in, in uh, Washington. Um, I was in the same episode as Anthony Michael Hall. Fuck yeah. Remember, nice. remember him? Yeah, Brian Johnson from Breakfast Club. From the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, we, yeah. oh yeah. No, we do. It's like, oh, he's got a beer called like Johnson's Underwear because we love That's Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, dude. That's we got Breakfast fact. Club coaster. Uh, yeah, I got Breakfast Club right picture there. on the wall. Uh, yeah, Breakfast geez. Club, the lunchbox. <laughs> breakfast Club. <laughs> you know what? I was, I was John Bender in high school. Oh really? You're the team, man. So you were like oh, yeah. in the garage and like stabbing chairs and talking shit and smoking doobie in your so from your I was like, you know, this, right on. That's why I said when I'm a, I'm a late bloomer. Too busy running around, <laughs> crazy. Hell yeah, man! So you now, got Why does this come out at forty six minutes? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how we roll, bro. Because <laughs> you brought up the record for us, <laughs> dude. But all right, so yeah, John yeah. Hughes, like he paints the picture of all of those five very specific, you know, psychological personality traits, and he shows an accurate and honest interaction between them. That's the thing I said is like, dude, you know, John Hughes yeah. and cats like that. Yeah. That's what made it so big. Well, yeah, they, their production is is if it was the real world and you're just capturing it on film and it's like it, it was all written, it was all scripted, and yet it, it just it looked like it was legit just caught in the moment, you know? Yeah, do you think they should have done a part two? No. No. It no, was, that would have ruined it, huh? It was good as is. It didn't need anything else. Okay. Now, Super Troopers 1 and 2, yeah, you know, yeah, that needed a second one because it was just that good. <laughs> yeah, no, there's some production. Yeah. Where it's like when you're done, you're done. I mean, same thing. It's Literally, like when yeah. they do a remake like Red Dawn. Red Dawn was fine by itself. You didn't have to make it again. There was there was no call yeah. for that. So it was Point Break. Right. Do again. Point Break by itself. Done. Finished. It's good. You I mean, know, it wasn't it wasn't a bad rendition. But it wasn't a good one uh, either. It the original. <laughs> I thought it was horrible. I mean, it was a nice interpretation, but it no. It's but see, that's also where I'm like, I don't like studio movies because when you get those guys coming there, just like, no, we need more guns, more violence, more honestly, blood, more. Wa-. You're like, no, honestly, no. The original one had more of a visceral feel for me, anyway. Well, yeah, because like just like you were saying, the the chase scene when he's like running through and they're just going from you know like running through the houses, going through the gas station. It's just like then he's getting shot over, the, and it's just like holy crap! It's just like boom, boom, boom. It just it takes and draws you in, like yes. And the skydiving scene really got me to. I've done a number of skydives. It's absolutely thrilling. Never jumped yeah. out of an airplane. Wait, Thought about it a few times, but you've done a bunch of skydives. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, like twenty-five times. 
Like 25, Ooh. that's very specific. That's 25 more than me, that's for sure. You ever want to get one of those, uh, those flying squirrel suits? You know, that's funny you mentioned that. I was looking at that stuff today online. <laughs> uh, nice. Some of the, the YouTube videos on, because on, they have a, a wind tunnel down in Florida where you can do the wing, wing suit thing indoors. Right. Yeah, I thought, wow, that's how they teach you. Right, yeah, yeah. Isn't there one in so, Vegas too? I think there's one in Vegas too. I feel like I, there, there, there's one not yeah, far think, from here. Yeah, I think there's, a, there's. I mean, there's not a bunch of them, but no, you know, I think there's a few of them at this point. But yeah, I think there's like one in Vegas. Yeah, I think there's one. There's over here more in now than there. Oh yeah, but they're. I mean, they're not. They're not like Seven Elevens. You're not going to find them on you know every town. It's called Sky something. I forget. It's Sky. I don't know. Look it up. It's sky. <laughs> don't look at me. With this sky. I don't know. Something with this guy. This guy. Uh, indoor skydiving. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Just skies this, are us. It's just oh. this giant vertical. Sky, sky, skies. <laughs> wind tunnel thing. The sky's the limit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> So what got you to like want to ceilings the limit, but you know, yeah, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> Dead detail. Yeah. Like Charlie and the chocolate factory. There's the fan up there. Just burp. You'll come down. <laughs> so what, what got you to want to like skydive and stuff? Like, I mean, was this just like a bucket list thing or you're just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm dumb enough to try it. Let's go. Cause that's um, my problem. I'm dumb enough. I'm just like, yeah, I'll try first, it once. My first skydive was, uh, was a tandem. That was in, 92 I think. and I did it with my girlfriend at the time and man, I, I was fearless then and I didn't and I absolutely loved it so I didn't do it again for about 10 years <laughs> and then uh, oh, I absolutely loved it so I didn't do it for another decade yeah I did well and then I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the course. That's why that's why I got 25 jumps in. I started going through right, you so many hours. Nice, nice. So I I ended up doing 25 jumps, and I got to my solo status. And then I just kind of I decided to try try scuba diving. <laughs> so <laughs> how many jumps do you have to go on before they make you? Like, do you have to pack your own shoe from the beginning, or no? That would be deadly. <laughs> Hard pass. They don't actually. They don't actually teach you how to do that. To know, they do. But that's like an Yeah, not on your first time. Yeah. So for your first twenty-five, it's all completely set up for you, and it's all set up. Yeah. And you only and have to tandem once, or do you have to multiple? No, most of those were tandem to learn. Well, not to say them. You start off doing like static line, which, you know, which when you jump out, it opens automatically. And then they talk you down with a radio and you learn how to maneuver and land. And once you complete that after, I don't know, so many jumps, then, um, what was next? Hmm. Oh, is it scary? I mean, do you do you hit no. the ground and kind of well, like kiss the ground like when you get there? I mean, it's an experience. I mean, it's the thrill that you're looking for, right? I mean, is it scary? I would I would think that'd be scary. I'd be shitting myself the whole way. I mean, at least the first time. It, it's no, well, not to me. It's not scary. It's, it's a rush. It, it's a rush. 
There's nothing like it. It's like when you go down a really steep roller coaster. It's like up here. It's like that feeling of. Yeah, but a steep roller coaster. Weightlessness. In. You're experiencing weightlessness. It's like you're yeah. you're floating. You're also experiencing the ground coming at you. You're floating. Terminal velocity, bro. That's not floating. That's falling really, really fast. Get a parachute. You should try it. You guys should try it. Me, me and my husband tried going when we lived in Georgia, but the weather was bad that day, and we haven't been able to reschedule it yet. It's a good thing you didn't go with But I think there's a place an hour from us where we live now. Yeah, there's actually up uh, around uh, my area, there's actually a few airfields that take people up. And so, I mean, there's there's quite a few people. I actually have a couple of friends that do it. And I'm still, I'm just like, nah, we good. And you still we know good. them, right? They're still alive? Yes, I okay. do. <laughs> that I'm aware of. I mean, you know, I haven't talked to them today, but great. Now I got, oh God. <laughs> I have to make some phone calls in a minute. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy over here, why are you always doing this to me? You don't like my people? What's wrong with you? I'm just thinking it would really be confusing if you like left a message for somebody last minute and just be like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I got to go. I got to jump. I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump. All right. Like, like what? That, that, that would, uh, dude, what did he just say? He's going to jump. Where is he? Yeah. What was the, uh, the oh. Jason Statham movies or whatever? Um, crank. Oh my God. He's jumping out of the plane. And then he's like calling his girl while he's falling from out of the plane. He's just like, hey, babe. Well, was that where uh, he had to keep his heart rate above a certain? Doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. He had to keep like, oh, yeah. You don't have reception up there. Like, are you kidding me? Plus, it's also going to hear us here. You can't even talk. Like, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no. Because the set. Like they did in Point Break. <laughs> yeah. Pull the chair. No, you, you, you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can't yeah. hear each other. But <laughs> dude, I knew. I, I mean, I love me some Keanu. I love Point Break. Like it's just. I mean, that's dude. That's a, that movie has a. There's a soft spot. In my I know that you, movie. Dude, seriously, you know? you've mentioned that oh, yeah. the last couple months. I know. A couple Hell yeah, times. dude! It's just. It's a really good movie to the point where I feel like I need to go back and watch it again. Well, because I mean, it's so it's that one. Also, I think the movie The Replacements, where Keanu basically plays like washed up college football player and so he gets like a real job but you know in the replacement oh, he's, like, he's like a barnacle scraper but you know in in point break he becomes a an fbi agent it's just johnny utah yeah johnny utah but yeah he played he basically played like johnny utah twice in two different movies like yeah point break and the replacements yeah. I mean, that's my. Per- I'm not saying that's what legit happened. I'm just that's my personal opinion. Is I feel very much like that's that's what he did. I, lo- I love Keanu, but you ever seen like you ever seen where they took all of his whoa, like all the different versions, villains' <laughs> heads and all. Like, right. like and they pushed them all together and like oh yeah, so it's like thirty years worth of whoa yeah. <laughs> well, yeah they did that with freaking uh, uh, Schwarzenegger too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like thirty seconds. They're just like oh my god, what's wrong with that guy? Making yeah. a whole lot of sound. Yeah, but you can do the same thing with uh, what they did with Michael Jackson with all of his hee hees and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and all them shits. They did it with Trump during the. Uh, oh yeah, right. It's the, the sniffing. He was sniffling all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the debate, he would go, you know, and somebody put like two minutes of sniff <laughs> in a new video. Oh, it just cracked me up. 
Oh, see, I like politics. You know, I like politics. That's that I'm okay with. Like, did you see the politics debates last night? No, but I saw this nice little uh, mashup. It's pretty good. Not, not that I'm poking at anybody. It's just like, you know, here's a remake. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's, um, I can find that stuff comical, but. I don't know. I don't know. I have a warped sense so of humor. If you, if you mix that on vinyl, is that scratch and a sniff? Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. It's a good thing this is almost over. Yeah, so you guys like the, the John Wick series? Dude, you know what? I mean, like, all right. So I feel like when we got towards the end, you got more towards the studio kind of stuff. So, I mean, the first couple were just like really, because I mean, you, I think Matrix kind of paved the way for that understanding that you could be just slightly more advanced, but not like unbelievable yeah. with uh, what was the, the Angelina Jolie movie where they like throw oh, their arm really yeah, hard and so the bullet stupid. would bend around the court. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, premise-wise and how it looked, I thought I thought the first couple was like a really dope production, you know, because I mean, you yeah. got kung fu, but also the action and like and a good backstory too. It wasn't just the kill shot; it was the spin. I know, dude. That's how. Well, that's how you get the bullet around the corner. You gotta, no. you gotta spin your wrist like really fast. No, no, that's not. You gotta create the vortex with your arm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Son of vortex. It's not, you don't get the yeah no that's no, and that's, but that's again dude, I don't like studio productions. You know when you get that guy who's like, what if we could make the no, no that's this does not work in this reality. Get, we don't. That's where you get a corner shot firearm. You ever seen one of those where it actually shoots around corners? Oh, because it bends or whatever. Yeah, but it's actually like it's it doesn't like fire around the corner. It is around the corner. It's like a basically it's a mirror and like you know yeah it's a bent gun. <laughs> a mechanical extension of your your firearm that just attaches. You're in a mechanical extension of a firearm. That's, I, that's exactly what I am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, we, t- Dave, it was an absolute pleasure. No. We're gonna we're gonna talk more. This is first of okay. many. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. But yeah, I'd love to talk to you guys again. Absolutely. This is uh, fam. We appreciate you. This has been. I'm telling you with Philly D, Mr. Gemini. Quickity-quack, I'm Miss JD. Yeah, special guest, Mr. Dave Schechter in the house. Uh, yeah, if you uh, could, please reach out to us. Hit us up, itydirectionsandmusic.org, or you can get Gemini at G-E-M-I-N-I at directionsandmusic.org. Bleep, or, or, bleep. Or you can hit him up, you know, Philly D, B-H-I-L-L-Y. <laughs> 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 at directions and music that's what i sound like by the way but yeah no uh fam we uh we greatly appreciate you and uh as we always say be good to yourself be good to everything else much love peace peace thank you peace.